Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is the Art Beauty Podcast special summer series in partnership with New Beauty Magazine. Every month during July and August, we have been spicing up your summer with incredible guests direct from the pages of New Beauty Magazine. I'm your host, Amber, and today my fabulous, gorgeous co-host is Jennifer Hanway. She is a board-certified holistic nutritionist who has worked with some pretty incredible <laughs> people, including members of the British royal family. She's not allowed to say who, she wouldn't even tell me. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Hi, Amber, thank you for having me. Um, it is so great to have you. You know, I was part of um, a mastermind class that you did the other day. And mm -hmm. just as a side, um, Jennifer's also a New Beauty Brain Trust member, um, a fellow New Beauty Brain Trust member. And you did this masterclass on how to get your glow um, nutrition and beauty. And I was absolutely blown away by some of the information. I feel like there's so much um, that we think that we know about beauty and nutrition. And some of it is sort of, you know, obvious. Um, we grew up with like this idea of you are what you eat. Mm -hmm. But I didn't also realize that what you eat can actually now scientifically age you. 100%. That's terrifying, especially if you knew what my diet was. Before we get into that, though, <laughs> can you tell us, you've also worked with some incredible celebrity clientele um, here in the U.S. Can you kind of give us a little bit, um, I know, Megan the Stallion? Yeah, a little sneak peek. So I've worked with um, some of the actors from Game of Thrones. That's always super fun. Um, Megan the Stallion was one of them. Um, some members of the royal family, some members of other European royal families, um, and also some names I can't name. But sure, yeah, that's just you know, I've worked at um, I worked at Amsala Tulum, which was the first kind of original celebrity bikini boot camp, um, and I've just been in the right place at the right time to work with some super fun people. I mean, and also I think that it, we have to say too, now you're based in Boston. I know you actually come to New York quite mm -hmm. a bit. Um, you work with Dr. Julie Rusak. She yeah. is a friend of the show. She's been on the show. Uh, I recently just did Althea with her. Absolutely love that office. Mm -hmm. And you're actually working there now. Yeah. So I oh. met Dr. Rusak three and a half years ago now. She was a guest at a health retreat that I was working at as the head nutritionist. Her and I did a couple of sessions together um, and funny about the cardio and the strength training, because that was something that we talked about as well. I know we're going to talk about that at some point. Um, we did a couple of sessions together. She came to some of my masterclasses, which were the live version of what you attended the other day. And she just said, I'm working with my patients in New York. They're not getting the results that they could be. Would you be interested in seeing how we could work together in New York? And she's amazing. I'm she like, is incredible. Yeah. I'm like, I think about that. Yes. Um, and we've been doing it for three and a half years ever since. That is amazing. And, you know, 
listen, it's just like they say, you know, if we've had um, a lot of fitness people on here before and they say going to the gym and all of the strength training and working out is so crucial, but really when it comes to weight specifically at the end of the day, it's all about what you eat. It's 90% of your diet and 10% of your behavioral um, physical activity. 100, yeah, 90, but I would say 90% is exactly, I was just talking to a client. She said, I know it's about 70% diet. I'm like, it's about 90% diet in terms of weight management, in terms of your lab work, in terms of, I look at my client's lab work and look at their numbers in terms of that. And also how we look from the inside out as well. Yeah. And so today we're going to be focusing specifically on anti-aging. This is going to be sort of the warm up. I want to tell you right now, there is so much incredible information. Your masterclass the other day, I feel like it ran 90 minutes. It was, um, yeah, it was an hour and a half. Yeah, easily. I was on for the whole time, <laughs> uh, partly in my pajamas. Um, but I, we're going to have, you know, part one of this today, we're going to be focusing on the foods um, specific to anti-aging. We're going to be talking about what you should eat things that you should avoid. We'll be talking a little bit about gut health, mm -hmm. but I do want to preview that in a, another podcast that is going to be coming up, we will be talking about sort of advanced techniques, things like exercise, things like adding supplements and mm -hmm. collagen and all of these fun things like infrared spas you can be doing to really help your body not only look its best, but also feel its best um, and your skin to actually be at its youngest performing its most optimal way. <laughs> so a preview to part two of this, but today, you know, let's get right into it because, um, I think that there are some things that we knew. My mother always told me growing up, drink more water, you know, <laughs> avoid alcohol. These are mm -hmm. things that we kind of know, but there's a lot now, um, that clearly scientifically we have a lot more backing for. Right. So why don't you start and take it away with like some of the things that contribute to um, some of the things that we really need to be eating. Do you want to start with the pros or the cons? Let's start with the bad stuff first. Yeah. And then we'll eat all of the delicious things that we can eat. Fair. So we'll bad what to avoid. <laughs> so just as probably staying out the sun is the number one thing that we can do for our skin health externally. Staying away from sugar and refined carbohydrates is the number one. <laughs> is the I know you don't want to hear this. Is the number one thing that we can do to prevent skin aging. I mean, you the other day had such a great thing. You said that you only do is it carbs on birthdays and holidays or sweets? Sugar, sugar on birthdays and holidays. Okay. How? <laughs> How do How? I do this? Um, can I be real? It's about yeah. It's about vanity. I look my best when I'm not eating sugars. I feel my best when I'm not eating sugars. And we'll talk about, we'll get into all of the delicious foods that we can eat, but just knowing what sugar does in my body on a cellular level in terms of making me store fat and in terms of aging my skin, that is enough of a carrot for me not to be eating sugar all the time. So what, when you, when you're talking about sugar, are we talking about like a bag of Skittles or are we talking about things like agave and honey and maybe what we consider more natural sweeteners? Yes. Yeah. All of it. All of it. So here's, here's the thing. Are the Skittles going to be the worst offender? 100%. But we hear so much in, well, not even. Yes. Like, I'm yeah. holding up a box of nips. <laughs> 
peanut butter parfaits that I have literally within arm's reach on my desk. I am, you were looking at the don't right here. Okay. So what is, what is it that sugar, you know, from a scientific point is doing to us? So from a skin specific point of view, in terms of inflammation and breakouts, what we're doing is when we eat sugar, what that does is that causes a spike in insulin. So what I really hope people can start to understand is that food isn't just fuel, food is information for our body. So the food that we eat gives information to our hormones and for our hormones to then do different things. So our hormones are the conductors of the orchestra of our body. In terms of sugar and carbohydrates, we're talking about the hormone insulin. Now, when we eat sugar, what's gonna happen is that our body pumps out insulin to be able to manage that sugar. When we have a rise in insulin, we also have a rise in our androgen hormones, which create more sebum, which can lead to breakouts and inflammation. So that's the breakout side of it. In terms of aging, what's happening is when we're having these sugars in our bloodstream, they actually bind to the collagen and the elastin in our skin and make it less elastic. So they're breaking it down and making it less elastic. So if you think about when you, really great analogy for this is if you're grilling or you're at a barbecue and you're putting that sugary marinade on the meat, And you know, that meat gets that delicious, delicious crust. Oh yeah. Delicious to eat. It's not delicious for our skin. That's called glycation. So we're talking in terms of really making that skin less elastic, less resilient, less youthful. That's what's happening when the sugar is binding to that collagen and the elastin. I mean, you know, clearly you weren't, you weren't born here in America. I can tell by the accent. Um, (laughs) But here, I mean, I feel like sugar's in everything. It is in everything. It and is- so, you know, for those of us at home who have um, not just a sweet tooth, but maybe have children mm-hmm. um, who you're prepping for and, and life, or you're going out on dates, or you're going out with your girlfriends, um, you know, how is it possible for us to really eliminate sugar? Yeah. So, number one is thinking about not having deliberate sweets, candy, cakes, biscuits, et cetera, et cetera. Side from the candy that's on your desk right now. Going right in the garbage. (laughs) (laughs) So really thinking that's even just something as simple as cutting out soda or not keeping candy in the house. There's a lot that you can do from that level. And that's going to be the hugest, the, the biggest part of it. And then thinking about really looking at labels and thinking about the amount of processed food that you're eating. So really, I would just say for everyone, never take the front of a package for any kind of information. Mm -hmm. You always want to turn it around and look at the back of the packet and you would be so amazed to see what foods have sugar in them. Right. And not just sugar. I don't love people to have things like maple syrup or honey or nectar or agave. They're going to have that same effect on the skin. Okay. Checking the labels. And then there's also some great products out there that are now kind of a little bit more, they would be like paleo or primal, and they tend not to have added sugars as well. So in terms of though, adding sweetness to things, I mean, are you just living a very, um, I, I don't want to say bland life. And I know a lot of people cut carbs out, you know, are you a fan more of, I guess the paleo diet and not, okay. Um, how, what, how can we add sweetness into our life? Like what's a sugar alternative that you feel like is, is a good swap? Yeah. So here's the thing. It's also the, A sugar craving is about our biochemistry, not about our willpower. Right. We're making sure that we're having protein at every meal, fiber at every meal, fat at every meal. We're not going to get that crazy sugar craving. 
Right. But I love for people to add in things like berries and stone fruits. I'm a huge fan of dark chocolate. Like I literally am like a dark chocolate connoisseur. Thank God. All right. So this isn't just like, I now have to like, you know, cut out everything pleasurable in my life. I love, I love food. It's one of the reasons why I do my job, but I love food that is delicious, but also amazing for us too. Okay. Is there a chocolate that you like a brand that you love? Oh my goodness. Okay. So here's my secret. There is a brand called Montezuma's and they're actually a British brand, but you can get them here. You can get it in Trader Joe's and it's a hundred percent dark chocolate with cacao nibs. It is a game changer. Okay. And so like you, when you are having maybe like some sort of like a sweet craving, that's what you, that's where you go. If it's not berries, fruit. Yeah. That's what I I mean. I have dark, I have a hundred percent dark chocolate every day. Oh, Um, oh yeah. Every day. Okay. This is feeling better. (laughs) Take a breath. Um, It's wonderful. It's super rich in polyphenols, which is, we know, a really powerful antioxidant for our skin. It's also really high in magnesium as well. So that's wonderful for our skin, anti-aging and stress relief as well. But yes, I have dark chocolate every single day. Amazing. You know, and I do want to stop because you do have a a number of different programs that I think that people, if they're interested, should go to your website and see. We'll talk about them some more uh, a little Mm -hmm. bit later. One of the things that I've always been kind of, I've been dying to do this. I know I need to do this. The summer, it's not realistic for me because it's just not. But I feel like in the fall, it might be a really good reset. You have a 14 day? 14 day detox. Yep. My my hardest thing I think that is going to next be on your list is coffee. Well, it's funny you should say that because I drink coffee every day. But not the way that I drink it, which is with milk. <laughs> so here's the thing about coffee. If you have good organic, low acid coffee, it's an amazing source of antioxidants and polyphenols. So okay. Tick, tick, tick. Coffee's good. I, and I do. I get the organic one because I get it over at um, Fairway. It has the organic, yeah. Colum- I like Colombian. That's my but they have a great, yeah. and, and the beans are, are, I've got a fancy coffee machine that just grinds them every day and it's good to go. Um, but okay. So, so we know sugar's a no, no, um, but you can have pure, uh, 100% dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what else is on our no, no list? Well, milk, right? So I'm going to say that milk in your coffee is on that yeah. list. So dairy is one of the most highly processed foods that we have in the American food system. It's also very, very inflammatory to the body. We know that we want to keep inflammation low for everything in terms of skin clarity, in terms of inflammation, in terms of aging. But I'm absolutely happy for you in that coffee in the morning to do some almond milk or some oat milk. Here's the thing. And you know what, after listening to your, um, masterclass the other day, I went out and I did buy Khalifa makes an oat milk. That's the barista because mm-hmm. my problem is, is that oat milk, soy milk, they don't froth the same, nothing froths the way that milk does. So if you love a latte or you love your cappuccino, there's nothing that's going to give you that beautiful foam that I found. Mm-hmm. Um, the Khalifa I'm sure is not great. Cause I'm sure they're adding other things in there that you don't want to get that, but at yeah. least I, in my little milk picture today, I did half <laughs> milk and half oat milk. So I'm trying to yeah. slowly yeah. get that and up because I know milk is bad. Is it the lactose that's bad or is it just everything in there? It's pretty much everything in there, especially mm. now if you are going off and milking a cow in your field, up, you know, in New York, as we do, um, and you are getting that milk straight from the cow and it's going to be a great source of um, fatty acids. So that's not going to be an issue. 
But really, if you are going to be doing milk, organic, full fat is fine. Goat's milk is a lot easier to digest. One of the issues that we have with cow's milk is that it has big fat molecules. So it's really hard for us to digest. Sheep mm. or goats is different. Um, that's a lot easier. But I also say to people, you know, it's okay to have a deal breaker. If you need your one coffee in the morning to be a human being, to be at your best, and the rest of the day is spot on, I am all for that. I mean, that's fair. Interesting that you said full fat milk. So you prefer, if people are drinking milk, you prefer them not to drink milk, but a a full fat over a 1% or 2%? Yes. Why is that? When we have a, when we have a skim milk, so like a 1% or a 2%, that actually can spike our insulin level. So we're going back to that aging part and that inflammatory part as well. And also if we are going to do dairy, if it's organic dairy, if it's pasture raised dairy, so the cows have been eating grass, it's going to have some great fatty acids in there that are great for our skin. So if we're going to do dairy, do a small amount, full fat and organic. What about yogurt? You know, I feel like, so um, I know that like the Mediterranean diet, which is some people are are, are huge fans of, but that's, you know, Greek yogurt is full fat, um, but you're, 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 no. So here's the thing. When we think about the Mediterranean diet, think about everything that goes into that. So it's not just, so the dairy that they're having is probably way less produced than the dairy that we're having here in the States. It's coming from animals that are raised the way that they should be, and they're not pumped full of medications. And then all of the other pieces of the puzzle in that Mediterranean diet as well. But if we think about a typical kind of American breakfast, we're doing that low fat yogurt, an orange juice, a bagel, some cereal, and a terrible coffee. I'm going to just full confession right now. Do you want to know what my meal, it's like a little, what is it? It's like after lunchtime right now. Mm -hmm. So for today, I've had two lattes, although granted with the 1% milk and the half oat milk, um, a small thing of yogurt. And then I didn't have time to run up for lunch. And then I had oatmeal that I make with almond milk, like cold oatmeal. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're cringing right now. I've had worse. I'll be honest. I've had worse, but I should have just had a BLT, right? Like, or or what is it like a bacon, egg and cheese? I mean, you would have had some protein in there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. So everyone, if you're listening at home, it's okay. (laughs) I got it. We get it. And that's why we do this. We're doing this right now because we want to help remind you, look, it worked for me the other day. I made a better, I was like, I'm going to slowly try to get myself off of this milk. Um, It's like a baby cow. I'm just going to have to (laughs) wean myself off of this milk. All right. So dairy is a no-no. Sugar is a no-no. What else? Um, I'm not a huge fan of gluten as it has such an inflammatory response. And remember what we're really thinking here in terms of overall health, but especially in terms of skin health is keeping that glucose and that insulin low and keeping inflammation low as well. And here's the thing, people will come to me and say, well, I'm not celiac, I'm not gluten sensitive. And what gluten actually does is it produces a protein called zonulin, which means that the tight junctions of our gut. So our gut should normally look like this, that protein just eases those apart and things that get into our bloodstream shouldn't be there. And that's going to create that inflammatory response. And we see that response in skin aging, but also eczema, rosacea, breakouts, all of the things. Okay. Are we over the no list or there's more? Isn't there? I'm going to say in terms of the big three, sugar, gluten, dairy. Okay. Those Those are the big three. And we're saying minimize them. 
You don't necessarily have to eliminate them completely. Nothing I recommend is ever black and white because we are real people living in this world. We are. I mean, but your skin is stunning. So I feel like if you're just listening to this podcast right now, you might want to go over to YouTube and take a look at Jennifer and then you'll say, <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe this woman knows what she's talking about clearly. All right. So let's talk about some of the things that we, we should be incorporating. Yeah. So we talked about it with what you've eaten today. And this is the biggest thing that I see in most of my clients diet is they're not eating enough protein. Right. And protein is the building block of pretty much every single part of us, of every single part of ourselves. And of course, our hair, skin and nails are made of protein. So if we're not giving our body the building blocks it needs to grow and repair, it's not going to do that. And we're specifically going to see that in skin, hair and nails. So when it comes to protein, what are some of your favorite sources of protein that you recommend? Yeah. So for meat eaters, omnivores, people that eat everything, I love to see um, turkey and chicken. I love some good grass-fed red meat. I love um, wild-caught fish. So things like salmon or mackerel. So those are wonderful if you're eating Mm -hmm. animal proteins. I'm also a huge fan of um, organic liver. I think that's really, really nutrient dense. I know, I know. It's not a deal. I mean, I love foie gras, but that is, yeah, that's not. But it's not. Yeah, (laughs) it doesn't come under that. And it's really good with a little bit of toast as well. Um, (laughs) That's for a treat day. And then in terms of our plant-based proteins, we're thinking things like tempeh and tofu, chickpeas, uh, hemp seeds, that kind of thing. Right. Okay. What about eggs? Eggs are great. Now, what I will say in terms of eggs is, again, we're thinking about the quality of those eggs. So we want to make sure that they're pasture raised. The other thing about eggs is that they can cause an inflammatory response if you eat them too much. Okay. When I look at people's food sensitivity reports, eggs is one of the things that comes up all of the time because they're a super quick and easy breakfast to have. So any food that we eat too much of, we can create an intolerance to. So eggs, I would say two or three times a week is fine. Just making sure that you're switching them out with other things. Okay. And you know what, we're going to, at the end of this, I'm going to ask you just for a quick sample day sure. that you can, um, cause I, you know, I think, listen, sometimes it can be overwhelming to hear all of this stuff and it can feel like, well, what am mm-hmm. I supposed to eat? So we'll go yeah. through that. Um, so we've got protein in the p- positive category. What else? So healthy fats in that positive category, okay. so really thinking when we think about our skin's composition and we think, think about the cell of our skin on the outside of our skin cell is something called the phospholipid bilayer. We just think of this as our cell wall and that's made of fat. Now, if we're not getting healthy fats in our diet, that's when we can start to see that plumpness go. So that that youthful plump glow that we're all looking for. If you're not eating enough healthy fats, and I see this in a ton of my clients, you're not going to get that glow and that plumpness. So think of this as these are your fillers in your diet, the outside of that cell wall. So we want to make sure that we're having healthy fats in there. So these are things like avocado and nuts and seeds. Olive oil is a wonderful one as well. So making sure we're having some healthy fat at every meal. Um, When it comes to nuts and seeds, are there specific ones that you recommend over other types of nuts? To be honest, they're all great. I would think about rotating them. So again, we're not creating that food sensitivity, but also in terms of getting a lot of those different nutrients. So things I see in people's diet that they're lacking in, a lot of the time I see people low in zinc and low in magnesium. So things like um, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds, uh, sesame seeds, tahini, those are wonderful sources. Oh, delish. Okay. So, and hummus, Hummus if you're making it yourself. Yep. Extra virgin, extra virgin olive oil in terms of a healthy fat and its polyphenol content is definitely a skin superfood. 
Um, really quick, if you have one of those little um, like ninja blenders, my yeah. sister-in-law taught me this trip. She pours in a can of chickpeas, um, two cloves of garlic, and then um, sometimes some red pepper. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, um, like uh, you know, they cut a bell pepper, yeah. blend it all together and a splash of olive oil to give it that consistency. Sure. She doesn't even use the tahini. It is insanely good. Yeah. Insanely so good. Okay. so easy to make at home. And then you have that with your veggie sticks. Yeah. Perfect, healthy skin snack. Oh, I love that. Okay. So I'm feeling better about this now already. Um, okay. So what else in addition to the healthy fats? So we're doing our protein, we're doing our healthy fats. And then of course we're getting on our fiber and our antioxidants and our polyphenols from our fruit and veggies. Okay. So uh, here's the interesting thing that I found um, whenever I've tried any kind of diet for me and not to get like to TMI here, but Oatmeal is something that if I don't have it in my diet, things are not moving. Moving. There's no other way to put it. But if I have oatmeal every day, mm-hmm. it is, it is, you know, it's a good day. <laughs> I'm, not, I, <laughs> I'm not 100% against oatmeal, but I would say that there are some lower carb options where we can get our fiber from. Okay. So, like what? So every morning I do a breakfast smoothie and I put ground flaxseed in there. Okay. Now that's wonderful in terms of fiber and keeping things moving, but it's also wonderful in terms of fatty acids. And it's also wonderful in terms of helping estrogen detoxification as well. Amazing. Um, I'm going to ask if we can do a sample one day diet, um, I'm kind of putting you on the spot right now, but we have a newsletter and what we can go is run through this, but maybe if you want to see that, I'll ask Jennifer just to give us one day example, because I know this is your job. I'm not asking you to give away everything for free, but just to show us kind of like what a sample day is, or maybe maybe you could share one or two of your favorite recipes and I'll throw it in the newsletter. So if you want to see that, if you want to see sign up for the newsletter, just go um, to Facebook. We have a link there and you can sign up or in the link in bio in the uh, Instagram. Okay. So fiber. Yeah. Is there anything Um, else that we need to? Yeah. So fiber in terms of when people ask me where I get fiber from my diet, because I'm not doing things like oatmeal or crackers or bread. I'm 100% getting it apart from adding something like um, ground flaxseed or chia seed to my smoothie. I'm 100% getting it from fruit and veggies in my diet. So really prioritizing things like leafy greens. They are again a skin superfood. So adding spinach to my smoothie, having a giant salad for lunch, adding a salad in the evening. Um, And then thinking in terms of foods that have really rich in antioxidants and polyphenols. So these are the compounds that give things like berries and red cabbage and also coffee and dark chocolate their pigment. And it's those pigments that are wonderful antioxidants for our skin. They help reduce our free radical damage and therefore they're helping our skin stay nice and useful. Do you find though too, um, sometimes, you know, again, the oatmeal for me is like a relatively new thing. I'd say maybe in the past year or two, but I used to do a ton of salads and I didn't realize how, um, how bloated I was, you know, that that kind of fiber I felt like can be sort of, um, they're bloating. So here's the thing about salads. And this is something that I work a lot with my gut healing clients on is there's a salad that's easy to digest. And there's a salad that you feel like literally like, oh my goodness, like my stomach's out here and it's hard and it's uncomfortable. So there are really certain foods that we shouldn't be eating raw. And here's the thing, I'm a nutritionist and I'm definitely anti-raw kale. Right. You wanna be having raw kale. 
raw cauliflower, raw broccoli. A lot of the raw vegetables are really, really hard to digest. Okay. So when we're having a salad, things like iceberg, arugula, um, romaine, baby spinach, those things are great. And then we want to add in some fat and some acid to help break those down. And that's how we have a great salad without getting bloated. Wow. Okay. So the acid is going to help to break this down. Yes. This is so fascinating. I mean, I feel like a salad with avocado is always a yes, but you're saying throw a squeeze of lemon on there or maybe some orange. Yep. Throw a squeeze of lemon on there. Let it sit for a few minutes so they can start to break down some of those fibers in the leaves and you'll find you're a lot less bloated afterwards. Wow. That is an amazing tip. And that goes across the board for any salads that we're having. Exactly. Yeah. Wonderful. And the (laughs) kale is like, yeah. I mean, raw kale to me is so... It's painful. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to do something with like where I was putting it in my smoothie. Kale is not friendly for your smoothie. Spinach is great. Anything that's cruciferous. So kale is a cruciferous and they have that kind of sulfur kind of taste. You don't want that in a smoothie. Got it. Okay. Um, anything else that we should be that you're like the, the stars of the anti-aging diet? We have protein, we've got fiber, we've got healthy fats. Yep. We're making sure that we're getting those antioxidants and polyphenols in there. So really right. thinking in terms of eating the rainbow and eating those dark, richly colored vegetables. So things like blueberries, things like cherries, things like red cabbage, they're going to be full of those antioxidants to help prevent that free radical damage. Amazing. So can you now take us through, give me like what a sample day would be like, and then I want to talk a little bit about some of the services that you, you offer. Sure. So a very typical day for me. So here's the wonderful thing about eating for skin health. When you're eating for skin health, you're eating for complete health. So all of these things, the three key things that I really think that people need to be thinking about is blood sugar management, inflammation, and then the fatty acid balance. So inflammation, glucose, lipids. So when we're eating for general health, we're eating for our skin health as well. And then we can get into the fun stuff of, have I had my polyphenols today? Have I had my fermented foods today? So I typically start the morning, every morning with a ton of water. I keep a big thing of water on my bedside table. There's always one of these around. Cheers. Um, Mm -hmm. Cheers. People always say to me, don't you pee a lot? I'm like, well, that's the point. Like we should be peeing. We should be peeing a lot. We might I do too, but guess what? It's from here to there. So um, <laughs> that's where the benefits of living in a tiny Manhattan apartment come in and also from working from home. Yeah, but we should be peeing a lot because we want to be detoxifying. Okay, so wait, I'm glad you brought that. Wait, so I'm glad you brought that up too because I, I, you are saying so like that other thing that we need to be adding for beauty is just drinking tons of water. Yes. So yeah, drinking okay. tons of water. And then I also find that if you are peeing so much, you probably need to add some electrolytes in there as well. Do you have any, I mean, have you heard, I think like a new thing that I'm seeing before we get into the diet, oh. that your, your day, um, I'm seeing a lot of companies right now coming out with electrolyte and um, water supplements. There's one that I was recently tried. It's called Water Drop. Mm-hmm. It's no sugar added um, vitamin, d- depending on the formulation. Um, and it was really good. For somebody, yeah. I drink a lot of water. I'm not really into the flavored fake stuff, but they yeah. were actually really good. So here's the thing. Most people's diets are deficient in minerals. Mm-hmm. And by adding in a le- and also the other thing that we're not doing these days is we're not adding salt to our food. And actually we do need a certain amount of sodium. 
So if you're eating a clean diet, you're not eating processed foods and you're not eating salt at the table, then you are going to need to add that in somewhere. And a lot of people are mineral deficient. So adding in a clean electrolyte can be something that's really, really great. And it's something that I do um, post-workout. And also if I get that mid-afternoon slump. And there is a company I love and they're called Halo. So Halo, Halo Hydration or Halo Sport. They have a super clean electrolyte that I absolutely love and it tastes delicious as well. Amazing. A low calorie, I guess, as well. It's like 10 calories. Yeah. yeah. There's no yeah. sugar in that. It's only coming from lemon juice. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's my, that's my go-to. Okay. So now take me through a day okay. in your diet. Now that I've told you what a day of mine is like. <laughs> so I wake up, I have my water. I have my um, organic low acid coffee. I have it black. And then if I'm doing a 6 a.m. workout, I'll work out faster because I don't have time to digest breakfast. Or if I'm doing a later on workout, I'll have my breakfast smoothie. My smoothie is, I have the same smoothie all of the time, but you can mix them up. I will have um, almond milk and then grass-fed beef protein powder. So this is basically a grass-fed steak in the form of a protein powder. It doesn't taste- Does it taste like meat? No, it doesn't taste like vanilla. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, it tastes like vanilla, not like steak. Tastes like vanilla, not like steak. All right. What's the brand on that? Uh, I like a company called Equip. Equip. Okay. Yep. So they're kind of, um, also Kelly Levesque has one. They're not too common these days, but I think we'll start getting to see more. And they actually have collagen in them anyway. Okay. But I do like to add my collagen as well because I'm a huge fan girl of collagen. I know we're going to talk about that at another point because that's another tip. Spoiler alert. So I do my almond milk, my grass-fed beef protein, my collagen, and then I do as many handfuls of spinach as I can get in there, mm-hmm. some zucchini, some avocado, some ground flaxseed, and then a whole lemon. I just peel the lemon and put it in a hole. Okay. That is my, I'll give you the recipe for that for the newsletter. Amazing. And I want um, a picture of that. I know that you, I know that you post them because I now yeah. stalk your social media <laughs> and I love your weight, you and your weighted vest. I love it all. Okay. Um, so, okay. So that's your breakfast. That's breakfast. Yep. Okay. And then I usually find I get hungry between breakfast and lunch because I get up super early in the morning. So usually mid morning I'll have, um, like a plant-based yogurt. I love a company called Lava. They're super, super clean, um, with some berries. Lunch is usually what I call a big, ugly salad. And I literally, you know, this is not sweet green cuteness. This is whatever we have in the fridge with leftovers from the night before with you know, olive oil, lemon juice, usually eaten at my desk. Um, and that's my big ugly salad. Got it. Fair. Yep. Listen, yep, that's the way it is. Um, then usually after after lunch, I have some herbal tea and my couple of squares of dark chocolate. Okay. And then dinner can be anything from salmon and roast veggies to last night I was super lazy and did frozen cauliflower rice, Rayo's pasta sauce, and grass-fed ground beef. Oh, nice. So it can be fancy shrimp gluten-free tacos with uh, all of the trimmings, or it could be something super easy as well. And, you know, I think that's where this comes in, um, you know, and I want to talk a little bit about some of the services you offer, because I do think that people get intimidated um, when, you know, you pick up any diet book and sometimes it's like, all right, for me to order all of these groceries, number one, it's going to cost a fortune. Number two, half of them are going to go bad because I'm only going to use them once. And number three, who has the time for this? Although there's not many excuses anymore when we're working from home. 
there's not as many excuses, but I think you work with people, right? Oh, I mean, so it's, there's no point. I could give you the most perfect calculated to the nth degree of the antioxidants that you need to be having. If you're not going to stick to it, there's no point. Right. So what are some of the things that you do now with your clients? So I have a number of online programs. So if that's something that people want to do, then I have um, 14 day detox, which is a two week program. I have eight week lean and clean, which is really that's kind of the deep dive reset. So that is looking at balancing out blood sugar, boosting metabolism. That's everything from eight weeks of meal plans to your, you get your strength training programs via an app, you get video consultations, there's a Facebook group. That's really that metabolic reset. And then coming in September, we have 28 day guided gut healing program. And there's also a beautiful skin from within course coming as well. If you want to go a little bit deeper, then you can work with me one-to-one and that's private coaching. And that's everything from looking at your lab work to looking at your sleep habits to the whole thing. And then if you want to, I've got another one. And then if you want to add the medical point of view, then you can come and work with Dr. Rusak and I at her clinic too. So when you're working with people, you actually have them go in and get blood work um, so they, and do these food sensitivity. Like what does that involve? So I'm looking at everything from metabolic markers. So I'm looking at your fasting blood glucose. So what your blood sugar has been doing over 24 hours to what it's been doing over the last three months to your measures of inflammation, to your lipid panels. So not just your cholesterol level, but looking at the different breakdowns of your cholesterol. Then I'm also going to be looking at thyroid function, hormone function, essential nutrients. And then we can look at things like food sensitivities as well. And then, you know, I hate to do this, but we are so results focused these days. You know, what are the types of things that you see when people go on something like a 14 day reset or a 28 day? I mean, obviously we were hoping to make changes that you're going to keep for the rest of your life, but what are some of those like changes, you know, to inspire us a little bit? Yeah. So, you know, people love numbers and the numbers speak for themselves. And with um, eight week lean and clean, you know, we've seen up to 30 pounds weight loss in there. For me, it's also about how people look and feel in their clothes. And then I also just love to look at those markers as well. Like I love the fluffy side of my job, but I also love the numbers and the science. And I love seeing people come back to me in two months and getting their cholesterol down kind of 30 points. Right. So there is a huge health aspect here that, you know, it's not just like you said about the aesthetics of how we look, but I will say this, you all know people out there, somebody who is uber skinny, but whose skin looks sallow and not good because we call them like, this is, are you even allowed to say this name? We're skinny fat, right? You've heard that term, right? Where it's like, they might look really slim and trim, but they're eating terrible and they don't have that glow. It's This is, and this is the thing, and this is the thing about skin nutrition is that you are not going to look healthy on the outside unless you're healthy on the inside. Right. And one of the things for my job, it's about getting people's metabolic markers better and preventing disease and making them live long, healthy, happy lives. Now, one of the wonderful side effects of that is that they look fantastic too. And they feel better and they probably sleep better. (laughs) (laughs) Jennifer, I want to thank you so much. And like I said, I 
you want to stay tuned for this next one. Um, we are going to be talking things about exercise. P.S. There's exercise that's actually going to make you look older. Um, that blew my mind. So we will be talking about that. We're going to be talking a little bit more about some of these advanced nutrition techniques um, that you have. Uh, if people want to know more now, where can they go? Sure, the easiest place to find me is you can find me on Instagram at Jennifer Hanway or the website is jenniferhanway.com. Nice and easy. Amazing. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us today. Sure thing, Amber. Thank you. And if you guys have questions you want me to pass on to Jennifer, always happy to do it. My, You can email us at hello at Art Beauty Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and here on YouTube at Art Beauty Podcast. And as always, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye.